everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody's pretty busy this evening because Cam oh, yeah. Ward will be inducted into the Carolina Hurricanes Hall of Fame. And Cam Ward will join us in 15 or so minutes because, yes, of course, let's talk to uh, the man himself to find out if he's nervous. Uh, about all of it. I've got bigger things tonight. Uh, you have bigger things than that? Yeah. Uh, is a, is there a wrestling event? No, there, no, there's no wrestling event. So what what is on your agenda this evening? Well, then? the reason why I'm flipped with Victoria as right. opposed to normally producing the OG from 3 to 6 on the fan in Raleigh. Is Bananarama playing somewhere in town? No, I wish, though I don't know who they are, but sure. You don't know uh, who Bananarama is? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I actually, because of media availability, has a, there's a media skate at Carter Finley on the oh. ice today. And that was my thing. I said, when this whole this whole thing started, we were trying to figure out who's covering what. I right. said, one thing, if I can get on the ice, I'm going. Okay. Simple as that. And they said, you have to bring your own skates. I've signed my waiver from the NHL. Oh, very nice. Yes, this whole big two-page thing. Was that the, is that the waiver yeah, in your the hand? actual okay. waiver I have very right nice. here. They list all like 90 properties of the NHL on here, including NHL China Holdings. Can't hold them accountable. No. Never. So anyway, that's 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 my big thing. So at five o'clock, I'll be at Carter Finley actually skating on the ice. Very. Are you allowed exciting. to bring a stick or just just skates? No, I asked about that. I was like, I bring stick, puck, gloves. I got all my equipment in my car. Let's go. And they said no, can't bring anything. You have to wear a helmet. No. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's what. Well, the, I guess if it's the, the waiver signing the waiver, they don't that's what care. The we for. no longer care about your safety. I could. Yeah, exactly. Don't bleed on the ice, though. That's all one thing that we know. What if I did though? They don't want you to bleed on the ice. What if I did? There's all a right, spot left there. <laughs> is that a face-off? Why is there a face-off circle there? No, that's Dennis Cox's. That's his blood. Yeah, that would be like, wait, what's this blood stain on the ice? Like, that's mine. Maybe Very I cool. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's that's uh, that's awesome. How long do you get to skate? I don't know. To be honest with you, I really uh, don't. But I'll skate as long as they let me. I can't. Uh, I can't skate. So okay, I could. I have. I would be useless. Useless on skates. I had a. I had a game last night. So this is the second of a back to back for me. Very nice. Short You'll be rest. fine. Yeah. No morning skate today. Keep your. Uh, keep your shifts short. Yep. All right. Forty seconds. Get off. All right. Let me ask you this because I know you do some. Uh, this is a, becoming an issue now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and I, I just want to explore it here for a little bit. Bally's, which yep. is owned by something called Diamond Sports Group. Yeah, which is a subsidiary of Sinclair Broadcasting. Right. If any, I don't have people, how many people know of Sinclair, you know, maybe the parent company or not. Uh, but yes, it is a, uh, a, a syndicator, basically, mm-hmm. of sports. And they own a lot of... Of regional sports networks. Matter of fact, if you watch Braves baseball, yeah, you watch it on uh, Bally Sports South. Yes, right. And I guess we also watch it on Bally Sports South here. But there are like fraction factions of like if the Hurricanes and the Hornets play at the same time, depending on where you are, you get one but not the other. If Bally Sports Southeast has Hornets, Hawks, as well as the Memphis Grizzlies, Bally Sports South has. So what happens if you? Uh, Bally Sports Southeast, if the Hornets and Hawks play at the same time. 
Great question. Right. I mean, so depending on where you live, you're going to get one but not the other. Yeah. Uh, If you have the app, which I do for various reasons or one reason, um, then you have a choice of whatever whatever they're showing. Like, if I wanted to watch the Hornets, I could watch the Hornets on my app. If I wanted to watch that, I could watch that. Uh, If if, uh, the ACC is, I guess it wouldn't be uh, opposite – that regardless, I don't have, I don't want to get in the weeds with this. But anyway, there's a financial problem right now mm-hmm. with Diamond Sports Group. Depending on the news, I guess aggregator or whatever you you uh, you look at, there is some question as to whether or not they made a 140 million dollar tax payment, and there is some fear that they are about to declare bankruptcy. And if they do, what will that mean for the regional sports networks? These are called RSNs. And there are you know, roughly a dozen, give or take, in the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball. A dozen teams, about roughly a double dozen teams, a couple more here uh, and there. but 19 total RSNs for Bally. Right, but and it but impact football, it impact baseball, basketball, and hockey. Yeah, doesn't impact the NFL because everything is a national television contract. Yes, with the NFL, which is their huge advantage. So, what does it mean if Diamond Sports Group declares bankruptcy, and essentially they pull the plug? They're the rights holder. What happens next? Before we get into the little back and forth here with me and Dennis about this, Rob Manfred, the uh, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, addressed this yesterday. And remember, they haven't even gotten into their season yet. They're, we're a month and a half away from Major League Baseball starting, maybe less than that, maybe six weeks away or five weeks away from Major League Baseball season starting. And he said, look, we already have a backup plan in place, and what it more than likely inclu- involves is uh, the league simply taking all these broadcasts, uh, you know, undertaking them themselves and distributing them online, you know, through uh, through a maybe it's MLB uh, app that you can just put on your television. Doesn't really help the you know the common cable subscriber. But that might be available through uh, MLB Network. There, if you, what they're saying is, we're going to make sure that you can watch your team for maybe the same or less of a cost than than you currently incur. Yeah, they would eliminate local blackouts. Right, it's something that we'll also look to do as well. Right, and honestly, if you had the Bally Sports app, or if you just had a cable system whether it's cable or direct tv or dish network that had access to bally's you don't have to worry about a local blackout Mm -hmm. you only have to worry about the local blackout when it when you get it through a national source so basically they would be stepping in and acting as the rsn major league baseball so that basically baseball is taken care of according to the commissioner we haven't heard anything from gary bettman uh from the nhl we haven't heard anything from adam silver at the NBA level, these seasons are entering the stretch drive. So 
real quick, as somebody who does do do some work <laughs> for Bally's Sports South, what are your uh, what are your fears about this? Uh, my fear is that one day I'm going to be told, "Hey, sorry, we got nothing for you." Right? Uh, is that uh, these games are no longer going to be broadcast on Bally, and the the Canes are going to take over that broadcast because they're going to be able to pull out of the deal and take over the broadcast however they want to. Now it might be different, like you said, with with the NBA and Major League Baseball because their seasons are winding down. Yes, because the regional sport networks are only allowed to carry in the NHL, for example, through the first round of the playoffs. That's it. Then it gets then it's ESPN, TNT right. after that. Used to be through the first two rounds. Uh, of the yeah, playoffs. used to be, but then with the new contracts that ESPN and TNT have with the NHL, it all kind of changed a little bit. So I don't know. I. It's a it's a really big question mark, and it's kind of frustrating for me just not knowing. Like, uh, am I going to be able to work on Monday next week or Tuesday next week when the Canes have their next game after this Saturday? I don't know, uh, because the way this whole thing's going to possibly go down, I'm curious to see how many more teams, for example, the Washington Capitals, who the Canes play this Saturday, actually Monumental Sports Group, whom Ted Leones is owns, the yeah. owner of the Capitals, he now runs i think it's nbc as the comcast nbc sports uh-huh. washington he runs that he owns that himself so they own their own rights right so i'm wondering how many more teams are going to use this as to their advantage and negotiate their own rights and their own broadcasts with somebody else uh but i don't know it's a it's an interesting dynamic right now but for us as consumers i think it's better if we have more access to what we currently have because yes Bally, you can only watch if you have, let's say, Spectrum, for example. But I think they did move to Fubo TV. You can watch it through that as well. But people who are YouTube, Hulu, things along those lines, you can't watch these games, which is really frustrating. You have to get the app. You have to get the app. Which is what I did. Which is 20 bucks a month. But again, right. how do you reach a casual viewer? I think if you are able to open this up a little bit more for casual viewers to watch, then I think it might be better for the leagues in the long run than trying to deal with what's going on right now. Yeah, the, um, you know, there was a time for a very short minute where ESPN was going to buy the RSNs. Yeah. Right? There was. And then uh, I think they realized, you know, maybe this is not a great idea, and they tried to buy it and then sell it right away. Well, that was part of their deal when they were buying a lot of creative content from Fox and FX. Right. That was part of the deal. Okay, we're buying these because it used to be, again, Fox Sports Carolina's that was part of the deal. They had to flip it. Mm-hmm. That was, again, that's why they're now able to have the Simpsons right. on Disney+. Plus. So that was part of the deal. They had to flip it, and that's where Sinclair with Diamond Sports Group came in and bought it. But they didn't anticipate the amount of people that were going to cut the cord the way they have. But that's also part on Bally as well for not putting your, not negotiating with YouTube TV and Hulu to have your product on those platforms too. Yeah, or or they did negotiate. They just demanded too much for them. Exactly, and they hurt themselves by not doing that. Yes, that, I mean that's it's it's a it's a very it's very easy to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before people go, wait, I'm not going to be able to watch the Hurricanes in the playoffs or down the stretch to see where they're seated in the playoffs. We have to be so far away. Mm-hmm. From that being the case, right? Now, that doesn't mean that these RSNs aren't going to try to cut corners. Um, I mean, I'm I'm assuming they will. 
Uh, in I mean, I it's very possible they could decide, you know what, for those who control the purse strings about travel, well, maybe they won't travel, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, we, there, we had an, almost an entire season where we didn't travel. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic here, nobody, everybody called games from home. Frankly, ESPN is still doing that. Did you, did you know that? Oh, yeah, they still do some of that. Yeah, the, the Australian Open, mm-hmm. they didn't send anybody. I believe it. So they stood in the studio at 4 o'clock in the morning with a, with a picture of a court behind them and pretended that, like they were there. They were just standing up talking about tennis, but it was just a picture behind them, and it wasn't the court. They weren't near the court. Uh, ESPN had a few reporters who were already going to be there. In the case of Darren Cale, he lives there. That's an easy one. That's yeah. what they did. It was just, it was terrible. Uh, it hurts It hurts the coverage and it, it makes you think, well, they don't really care about this event. So, but there are different ways to cut costs. But it does, it does bring up that we are probably, I would say, a year maybe on the outside two years away from a new way of getting these mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for the league as you said to make it adva- make it uh, uh available on a widespread basis with no blackouts well here's actually how it put- potentially not only affects us as viewers but actually how it in- impacts the on ice product because the way the salary cap is structured is through hockey related revenue the RSNs the TV money is part of that deal. So the salary cap, if you're pulling in less money from RSNs or however the new structure is going to be moving forward, that hurts in terms of the salary cap and how, how much right. you can pay guys. So if you're looking at in two years, oh, Sebastian Ajo needs an extension, he needs a pay bump. Well, if you have less money coming in, you have less salary cap room to work with. The the only other the only response to that is when you control all of the broadcast, yeah, then you keep all of that money. True. So the, it you could make up for it on the back end potentially, and for I would say that a lot of these like Rangers, Red Wings, blah blah. The, Rangers is MSG anyway, mm-hmm. but for uh, Red Wings who play in Bally, Bally's Sports uh, Midwest Detroit. or Detroit mm-hmm. uh, or Minnesota on Bally's, um, they probably get a lot more money than Carolina does. Oh yeah, right. They probably get a lot more money than Carolina's media rights are worth. Um, so, but it, it's, it's important. It's, it, it definitely will have an impact on a ton of things, but also just the, the convenience factor for people like me who didn't want, forget about paying for another app. I didn't want to have to jump through another hoop, right? I didn't, yeah. that's what I didn't really want. I, I'm not, I'm not excited about paying another $20 for, uh, a month for stuff I need to watch. But it was more about, all right, I got to do this. I got to do another password. I got to put it on these TVs. I got to make sure I can get it on my phone. I got it on my laptop. Because sometimes, like, the beauty of YouTube TV, right, is that you are, wherever you've got your laptop, you've got your television. Yeah. I watch a lot of stuff on my laptop or my phone. A ton of stuff. All right, I watched Dortmund and Chelsea yesterday while I was driving home. I No, I'm kidding. I didn't do that while I was 
Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. He was a true professional, and I'm so happy for him, and he deserves this. Um, I wouldn't have been anywhere I was without him. He meant so much to our franchise. His dad, Ken, Ken Ward, and my dad, Grant, they were they got they got to know each other pretty good, and they text every once in a while, which makes me nervous, but. No, I think Cam was um, the reason I have a Stanley Cup. Besides all the other guys, don't get me wrong, I'm not like dismantling that, but I believe he was uh, the piece. Because when you win games, you you go to the game-winning goal. When you lose games, you just blame it on the goalie. <laughs> so he's had, I'm sure he's had quite the life. Me and him were close, and I, I text Cam this week, and uh, – I'm really happy for him, and this is well-deserving. I appreciate you letting me even speak about him. So, thank you, Adam. Cam, congratulations. Love you, bud. Chad LaRose, teammate of Cam Ward's. Tonight, Cam Ward will have his number go to the rafters, although it's not an official retirement. I don't really know the difference, but uh, that's that. Cam Ward's Hall of Fame night for the Carolina Hurricanes is tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. And I talked to him about all of it. So, Cam Ward is going into the Carolina Hurricanes Hall of Fame. This is a, a No Crap the Magazine exclusive. So, he joins us here. So, let's talk to Cam Ward about... the the. I want to start at the beginning. I want to start with um, not just making the team, but what was that first year for you? Because you backed up Martin Gerber all year. What was that first year for you like? Um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, essentially like just being a kid, just living my dream of making the NHL. And uh, um, like you mentioned, uh, Martin Gerber, we had just uh, traded for him uh, in the offseason. So he um, took over as the number one goaltender and had a uh, had a great regular season. Um, so I tried to make the most of my opportunities that I was given during during the regular season. I think I ended up playing in 24, 28 games and uh, – um, yeah, just was had a comfortable seat and just was waiting for that uh, uh, for that big opportunity, which obviously came, uh, you know, come playoff time. So when that opportunity comes, and you again, you, it wasn't like you never played. You played plenty during your rookie season, uh, mm-hmm. but you go from the backup and then starting with game three in Montreal, you become the main man, other than the one game in Buffalo. Um, what was what was that like? I mean. How did you get how how were you ready for that moment? Um well actually I kind of credited my time in, in Red Deer with the with the Rebels organization, the WHL. Um I had played uh we had gone three years deep into the playoffs. Uh I believe I played uh, maybe sixty eight playoff games during my junior career. 
And I know that's at a different level, uh, not the NHL level, but it really kind of uh, prepped me for the situations kind of like that. Um, you know, to be able to take your game to another level uh, come playoff time and, and be ready uh, mentally. So, I mean, it, it was kind of obviously unfortunate uh, the way it happened with uh, Martin Gruber getting sick and, and games one and two against Montreal, but that opened the door for an opportunity for me. And uh, when you get an opportunity like that, you you want to make the most of it and run with it. And, uh, you know, I'll never never forget really when, uh, you know, Coach Laviolette uh, told me I'd be starting game three in Montreal uh, and just embracing that moment. And, um, you know, like I said, again, just taking advantage of it and, and, and having some fun with it. No pressure down 2-0 after uh, the team drops games one and two. Uh, going to Montreal with a little momentum, Carolina having a little bit of uh, uh, struggles scoring. Uh, no, no pressure at all. What was that team like for you as a rookie? I mean, there were some other young players on it. Your one of your best friends, Eric Stahl, was uh, really in his second NHL season. Eric Cole was still a young player, uh, but it was a pretty veteran group. What was it like being with that group? Uh, it was great. Uh, we had such good veteran leadership, um, you know, both on and off the ice. Um, you know, and, and I think when you look back at the team, there was, it was just a great mix. You know, you had Rob Brindamore, who uh, we all know is one of the, you know, one of the greats both on and off the ice, but he's very quiet when he was back playing and, and you know, would do his talking by his play. Um, and then on the other hand, we had guys like Ray Whitney who could really lighten up the up the room and, and be kind of more of a comedian um, within the locker room. And uh, so it was just a real good mix of players. And like you mentioned, you know, with Eric Stahl um, being young and uh, uh, being the player that was, that he was. And then I roomed with uh, Chad LaRose, um, you know, so it, he, you know, everybody knows what kind of character that he was. And it, um it just made for for a great team and obviously when you have that success winning the Stanley Cup together you always remember the guys that you did you did it with and uh um you know that's uh they'll forever be etched in, in in our memories and history yeah and in the Stanley Cup you roomed with Chad LaRose that that is fun that is just fantastic um <laughs> what was your when you went to Chicago what was your? I know you played here. You had the. I remember the Blackhawks came in. I remember talking to you uh, after that game. What was that experience like for you? Well, it was totally. It was something new. Um, you know, up and up until that point in my career, I had never uh, been a free agent, so that was uh, uh, that was a new experience for me. I really didn't know if even if the phone was going to ring <laughs> in the off season, mm-hmm. if I was going to get another opportunity, but. Uh, um, you know, when Chicago called and gave me the opportunity, it was a, it was a great, a great experience to take my family. We did the high rise living down in Chicago, really enjoyed the city. Um, yeah, so it was just a, an opportunity to see a different side, I guess, you know, I, all, all I had known up until 13 for 13 years was, was the Carolina hurricanes. And, uh, um, obviously if it was up to me, I, I really wanted to play my whole career there, but, right. uh, um, Things led to one to to go to Chicago, and I I enjoyed it for a year. It was a uh, was a lot of fun, obviously. But as a goaltender, you obviously want to win hockey games, and um, certainly would have wanted wanted to win a, win a few more there. Well, but what, as a as a vet, you know, as a guy coming into this building as a visitor for the for the first and I think only time 
in your career. Well, how awkward was that? <laughs> it was it was really awkward. Um, you know, you you make uh, you make habit of you know thirteen years coming in the exact same way, having a having the same routine uh, coming into PNC and. Uh, to be to be directed to the visitor set, uh, dressing room uh, um, was definitely was definitely odd. Uh, uh, we had our uh, our father's trip was uh, with the team in Chicago at that game, so we had a lot of people there. Uh, my dad was there, um, which I think he would have been there regardless, just being my first game back in Carolina. But uh, I was real appreciative of the the way that the crowd responded when I when I stepped on the ice and. Uh, um, thought it was a close game, but uh, good old uh, Seabass got me in, in overtime. <laughs> By the way, the visitors' dressing room at PNC Arena is awful, isn't it? Uh, it's not one of the best. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come it's, on, you don't uh, have to it, be it, diplomatic. We all know. I've been in it. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way they have it set up is that the, the goaltenders don't even like sit with the team. They're they're kind of on their own. But. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> Maybe sometimes it's not a bad thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's just an awful dressing room that they stick the visitors in. It's like, wow, this is like very high schoolish. When <laughs> uh, when all of this stuff is going on, and Trip Tracy is talking about you in front of eighteen thousand plus at PNC Arena, what are you going to be thinking about? Oh, probably to not faint or throw up <laughs> or anything like that. Um, you know, but it's it's a it's going to be a great feeling. I, I I know that I'm I'm a little bit nervous with the lead up, and uh, um, but it's given me an opportunity to bring my entire family here. Um, I don't think my I've ever had my parents, my two sisters, and their kids in Raleigh at the same time. So I'm thankful that this has caused that. Um, but I also think it's a it's a great opportunity to address the fans to. Um, um, you know, I guess have uh, a bit of uh, uh, closure and retirement of, of, of um, properly addressing the fans. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, um, the fact that Trip Tracy, a good friend, is, is mm-hmm. going to be doing it uh, means a lot to me too. So, um, yeah, I think it uh, should make for a fun night. I hope so. Do you have uh, Do you have a long speech planned or no? <laughs> no, I, 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 you know. It reminds me of when Rob Brindamore did his uh, his Hall of Fame uh, induction in uh, in Philadelphia. Right. And he uh, he totally winged it. He was prepared, but he totally winged it without reading off anything, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, I hope they're not anticipating me doing something like that because uh, um, I got to have something written, and and hopefully I read it not too bad and don't butcher it too bad. But uh, um, yeah, like I said, it'll, it should be a lot of fun. You are such a gentleman. You are so deserving of this. I cannot wait to be in the building for it. Uh, Cam Ward, congratulations on this. And I hope to see you. First of all, you're you're coming to the, uh, you're going to be hanging around the outdoor game, I hope. You played in an outdoor game for Chicago at Notre Dame Stadium, but uh, this should be pretty cool considering you're part of the ground floor here. Yeah, I, uh, I'm excited for it. It's uh you know, when I played at, at Notre Dame, uh, my time in Chicago at the outdoor game, um, I kind of always thought that I, I wouldn't want to play in an outdoor game, just being the goaltender and being cold, being stuck out there. But uh, I got to say it was one of the uh, the cooler experiences of my NHL career. So I'm, a, I'm excited for the, the players uh, that haven't taken part of a outdoor game. And 
I'm excited for the city and the, and the Hurricanes fan base because I think they're going to put on a great show and uh, um, you know make it very memorable for for everyone. So I'm excited to be. I got my tickets. I'll be sitting there. I'll be uh, I'll be cheering them on. So looking forward to it. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you uh, against Montreal. Man, who knows? Maybe they'll put you in the lineup. Who knows? We, you know, <laughs> you could still. I'm sure you could still uh, get down into a butterfly and stop Fernando Pisani again. Uh, Cam Ward. Uh, Hall of Famer for the Carolina Hurricanes. I appreciate your time, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, man. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'd leave my door open. I'd leave my money on the table. Cause I'd know that you'd be there If I wasn't able And I'd leave the light on You know my couch is always vacant If your heart gets broken Or your spirit is shaken Like a freight train that's rolling through the night Like a soldier With his men in the fight Those years go by And sometimes life goes great You always help me to find My way That's James Dunn the Adam Gold Show. We thank Cam Ward for his time. He gets into the Hurricanes Hall of Fame tonight. James Dunn, that album, the uh, that song, Find My Way, comes from the album, The Long Ride Home. I used to use that as a, uh, a opening theme for a golf podcast I did a long, long time ago. I don't do the golf podcast anymore. Uh, gosh, I've known James. How, how long have we known each other? Man, this goes probably back to like 07 when I did my first album. And I think I came in here and you guys... I remember specifically having you guys talk about one of my shows mm-hmm. starting exactly 20 minutes after the Duke Carolina game. Ended. <laughs> that was a strategic start time because I knew nobody would come if you, know, if you all watched the Duke Carolina game. So. Very, very smart. You're going to be playing at Fan Fest yes. tomorrow, 6 to 7. There yeah. are two different stages. So which stage are you on? Yeah, I'll be on the City Plaza stage, the ABC uh, City Plaza stage down there on Fayetteville Street. Yes. Start at 6 p.m. It looks like the weather's clearing up. So, oh, yeah. Uh, should be a good night. A lot of good bands. Um, I got some good buddies of mine. Uh, Jack the Radio, another local band. They're going to be backing me up, so it's going to be a good time. That should be, should be a blast. You also wrote a theme song. For Joe and I, we, Joe and I did a morning show a long time ago, uh, and we—I think you wrote two th- two different theme songs I think for I us. Did, one... I think I did an acoustic that was a little more edgy, <laughs> where it talked about your personality, and then I did a uh, slam and rock version that is you know, <laughs> still great. I think there are, look you you sent me a clip of it. I, at, at first, I didn't realize it was the uh, it was the 
like the theme song. Oh yeah. I'm like, wait a second, it's like a real. James just sent me a real song. Oh yeah, that's that, that, that's the studio rock and roll version. Yeah. <laughs> 99.9 the fan. That's right. right. Well, turn, we're still we're still on. Turn it up as fast as you can. So uh, that's James Dunn. JamesDunnMusic.com for uh, for any other information. But um, yeah, how how often? How much before we get to halftime entertainment? Uh, how, I know you play. You mm-hmm. still play around. So, yeah. Uh, give me a give me a thumbnail of what James Dunn music is about right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. So I've got some new music coming out. Got uh, about five or six new songs written. Going to put a little EP together coming out here in 23. Um, I've got a couple different shows coming up, uh, a couple benefit shows. One I'm real excited about is the Pat Tillman Foundation. Oh, okay, very down cool. In Charleston in April. And then I'll be doing some shows, uh, Wilmington, Raleigh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, sort of the North Carolina circuit as I kind of crank things back up a little bit, you know. Getting married and having kids kind of put the brakes on things Holy a, a, a tad cow. bit. So, but uh, it's, it's it's getting it's getting hot again and uh, ready to ready to make it happen. Two kids, uh, busy with everything: baseball, dance. Yeah. Uh, you want to give them a shout out? Hey, James and Anna, I'm on with the Adam Gold. Not the Adam Gold at all. Uh, all right, we do halftime entertainment. You're gonna play. You're gonna play with us here. Halftime entertainment. Absolutely. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go to half. This is where, like, we take a little break yeah. from the heavy sports stuff. We let Dennis, usually it's Victoria, but Dennis do some work here, uh, and then we just play off it. It's easy. Let's see what happens. All right, well, you mentioned Stadium Series and a Fan Festival that Friday. Well, let's actually, let's go to Saturday. I, we put together a little Stadium Series survival guide oh, okay. out there for the people because there's a lot of people who are going to be going to the stadium because when tailgate and parking lots, first of all, parking lots open up at 2 o'clock. Yes. If you don't already have a parking pass, you're not going to be able to park. I will say this again. Do not show up with 50 bucks yeah. or something and be like, hey, I'm here to park to Buy tailgate. Ahead of time. You can't do that. You have to have your parking pass, and they're only selling to people who have bought tickets. Okay? Yeah, you were supposed to buy them when you bought the tickets. Exactly. Yeah. So go I back and I had to do that for that. Hootie and the Blowfish, too. <laughs> yes. So don't try and show up. If you don't have a parking pass, okay? Now, if you want to ride with, if you're not going to the game, but you want to ride with somebody who does have a parking pass because you want to tailgate the whole time, cool, awesome, that you can do. They're not taking, they're not checking tickets for everybody in the car. They're not. So you can, you don't have to smuggle somebody in in the trunk. No, yeah. not, not, not I am waiting for tickets, so if anybody's selling them, <laughs> call in now, 860 <laughs> Yeah, there you go, 919 My neighbor's going, I might ride out with him. But. Do, uh, by the way, if you get tickets, yeah. look for upstairs. Okay. Ups- I think upstairs tickets will be better than downstairs. I, I think the cheapest I saw was like four, four fifty. Yeah, for, um, for, upstairs. for secondary market, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. But the upstairs tickets, are, I think, are going to yeah. be a better vantage point. Okay, so here's a survival guide. For people out there going to the game on Saturday. One, have a full tank of gas because you're going to be stuck in traffic trying to go park. But also, when you're leaving the stadium, it's going to be just as hellacious, if not even more rough, getting out of that place. So make sure you have a full tank of gas, or at least plenty enough, because last thing you want to do is be on the side of 440 and you run out of gas and you're trying to go to the game. Don't want to have that to happen. Also, plenty of snacks and water. Again, you're going to be sitting there for a while, so... Have some sandwiches, packs of nabs, bring some fruit, you know, for your health, uh-huh. some baby carrots, whatever you want to do. Have plenty of snacks to go baby along carrots, with very nice. whatever you want to have. Maybe if you're doing a tailgate, if you have your grill, whatever it is that you're doing. Okay. Also, use the bathroom fully before you go leaving for the stadium. Use it fully because, again, if you're going to be sitting there stuck in traffic, 
Yeah, you don't want to have to pull off to the side oh, of the this road. Is, that, this is a serious survival guy. Oh, no, this guy. is a sev- serious survival guy because you know this is going to happen. Well, how about just bring a big empty container in your car? One of these. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, but I meant fully for a reason. I don't, oh, okay. Yeah. I see. You yeah. need a... We need a bucket then. Bring a bucket. Yes. Bring a bring a five gallon bucket <laughs> and plenty of five extra gallon water. bucket. What are you eating? Well, you gotta sit. <laughs> All right, never mind. All right. Also, I would suggest it's gonna be chilly outside. Bring a blanket with you. Because oh, if you do get, if, if bring a blanket, have all your stuff to, to stay warm outside. Have your hand warmers, your hats, your gloves or mittens, your scarves, jacket, layer up. Because again, it's you're gonna drop down fragile, into the 30s. Aren't you? Well, I mean, you're the guy who's wearing a down jacket when it's 70 degrees outside. You're going to tell me I'm free? I'm wearing when, shorts when and I le- When I left my house this morning, uh-huh. basically crack at dawn, it was uh, it was still like, you know, 48 degrees. I live in Canada, Dennis. Okay. I was kind of hoping you were going to wear the scarf today. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The scarf's in the car. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, scarf's in the car. I need it for the degrees. arena. It's, yeah. it's freezing in the arena. Imagine that. I'm, I, I just realized that I'm getting old. Because yeah. I do. I, when I get to the I wear the scarf the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. They must think I'm, well, you're so pretentious, Gold. And I'm frail. <laughs> okay. But yeah, these well, are yes, all good. Are. These are, yeah, sure. Uh, give all these things and in, taken into consideration. I'm, this is for the people, <laughs> not for me. I'm going to be out there at 830 in the morning. This is for the people out there. Again, it's going to drop down into the upper 30s during the course of the game. Right. So yeah, if you want to stay warm, stay warm. But those are all things that would definitely make sure you have. And again, Plaque plenty of food because you're probably going to be stuck in the parking lot leaving the game as well. Oh, yes. You're going to be stuck in the parking lot Yeah, listen to the uh, the aftermath. Yeah, you can listen to the aftermath. And then, actually, I don't know if you if your car will even move by the time the aftermath is over. <laughs> <laughs> like, in all honesty, you can be, if you wanted to feel phone calls, Adam, you probably could. <laughs> I said if you wanted to. Don't tell anybody, Dennis. We were taking calls in one aftermath. Yeah? It was the second game of the year in San Jose. Oh, nice. In San Jose! The game ended at 1.30. I bet you had callers, too. Like, why are we doing this? I bet you had callers. We did. We like had three. Four. I mean, okay, I say you probably had three or four of them. I stopped giving the phone number out. That's that's well, wonderful. I want, I, it's time to go home. <laughs> okay. It's time to go home. I've been I'm here all good. night. All right, last thing here. <laughs> So, you know, Brett Favre is actually has some defamation lawsuits out against some people. Uh, yes, he does. Uh, let's see. Shannon Sharp. Shannon right? Sharp. He also has one against the Pat state. Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat McAfee as well as the Mississippi State Auditor, Shad White. He has defamation lawsuits against those three individuals. Now, here is actually a clip of Brett Favre's lawyer, Eric Hirschman, who is on with Jason Whitlock's podcast about, well, we're going to teach guys like Pat McAfee a lesson. Brett Favre is Bernie Madoff. Your your response? That's an insane comment. Right? I mean, it's obvious when you listen to Pat McAfee, he never read any of the complaints. He didn't read the motion to dismiss. He just decided to get on the show and try to get as much attention as he could. And he accuses Brett, so we're clear, about stealing from the poor in Mississippi. It wasn't in that clip, but that's what he has said. So he, contrary to what Shannon Sharp was probably told, this is a good time to keep your mouth shut, decided to go on and speak again and make a joke that he doesn't have a lawyer and that his wife says he's really terrible about apologizing. Well, I guarantee you the jury in Mississippi will make certain he learns how to apologize. It's going to cost Pat McAfee millions of dollars. 
And if it bankrupts him, then he will have learned his lesson about you don't try to promote yourself by inappropriately and improperly attacking somebody else. Okay. Interesting. That's funny. Uh, Has this person never been on Twitter? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Eric Hirschman should know better that in this particular suit, the burden of proof is on Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah. Not Pat McAfee or Shannon Sharp or everybody, anybody else that the defamation suit is against. Yeesh. What a horrible story. Yeah, I just love that. Tarp- I just love that we're mm. going to teach him a lesson. By the way, whether Brett <laughs> Favre of a timeout, whether Brett Favre knew or not, was that's the that's that's a question. But the money did come from a fund that was supposed to go to welfare recipients. Yeah. Like, that's not in question. The only thing in question is whether or not Brett knew. And we could debate all that all day long. I don't know the facts on it, but my gosh. Eric Hirschman should know better. All right, that's all I have. That's it? That's it. All right.